Welcome to the Teachers Talk Travel podcast, where we share how teachers can travel for cheap, for fun, for PD, and even for free. We're all about helping you travel better, farther, and more often on a teacher's budget. And if you keep listening, you'll even discover unique ways to pay for your next trip or vacation. Ready for your next adventure? Let's talk travel. Hello, teachers. Welcome or welcome back to the Teachers Talk Travel podcast. It is your host, Brittany Roberts, founder of Traveling Teachers, and I am so glad that you are here. You might have noticed Alyssa from Teacher on a Trip is not here, but she is still a friend of the podcast. She's still a friend of Traveling Teachers, and she is doing awesome things. Definitely go check out her website, teacheronatrip.com. If you teach earth science or if you're just interested in the natural world in general, she's especially a big fan of geology and rocks. And I do think she might come back into the travel space in the future. I know we've personally talked about maybe some national park trips. I told her I would love to go on a national park trip that she leads. So that's definitely something that we've still talked about. And she's still a friend of the podcast and maybe she'll come back on as a guest. So I wanted to let you guys know that. And also just to say, wow, it's been two years. You know, I took the last two years. It's not like I wasn't busy. You guys saw that I'm still around in the group. I still email you guys occasionally. I'm still around. But I took two years to really think about what I honestly personally wanted to do, what I wanted traveling teachers to look like. We were kind of having a bit of an identity crisis, I think. Were we a tour company? Was I just a travel agent? Was I a tour operator? Was I trying to be an influencer? Which I don't even like that word, but I think it's just the easiest way to describe like working with affiliates and partners. And I think what I've learned from the past two years is you really don't just have to be one thing. Like that's not even normal as people. We take on different roles and we wear different hats as teachers all the time. And that's just the same as a person. Like no person is just one thing. And that's the case for me too. I love travel. Like traveling teachers is all about helping you earn more, travel better and travel together. That's kind of our tagline. And that's something that we've really stuck to. When I think about it, when I think about us hosting meetups and group trips and retreats, that's the traveling together. When I think about ways to help you guys save on travel and get discounts and maybe become a travel agent so you can save on your own trips, that's helping you travel better. When I think about helping you earn money, that could be teaching you guys some skills about freelancing or bringing on other experts to teach you guys how to either make money or invest or save your money. That goes into the earn more. So I do think after two years of reflection that we have stayed true to that mission, but I was like, you know what? We have not made a podcast episode in a while and I love podcasting. Podcasting is so powerful. It allows you to find your voice, to amplify your message and to find these people who just perfectly align with what your vision and message is. And so I thought, you know what? I'm gonna go back to the podcast and we're gonna go back to basics in case this is the first time you're ever hearing of Traveling Teachers or you run into the show. You're like, what is Traveling Teachers all about? I want to make sure that it's something you feel aligned with, that you feel like it's something you could be a part of. And so we're going to take every single topic that we've talked about in emails, in the Facebook group, on the podcast in the past, and we're just going to break all those down into smaller bits so you can explore the whole world of teacher travel. Sometimes I'm still so surprised when I run into a teacher and they say they don't know anything about fun for teachers. And I'm like, what? How can you not? But I mean, we all learn about something for the first time at some point, right? So it only makes sense to go back and cover all those things so that in the future, when I am talking to somebody in a Facebook group, when I am talking to somebody via email, I have all these awesome resources to point teachers to because I do want every single teacher to earn more, travel better, and travel together if they want. Or if they want to take a solo trip, I want for you to do that because traveling better, that middle part, is all about what it looks like to you. 
And I know a lot of bloggers and podcasters, they will say they have one thing and that is like the secret pill answer to everything. I don't believe in that. I believe, I guess, if anything, the secret pill is figuring out who you are and what you want. If you can figure out who you are and what you want as a person, everything else is just so much more clear. It's gonna help you in your relationships. It's gonna help you in your career. It's gonna help you figure out, do you still want to be a teacher? And if so, what kind of teacher do you wanna be? What do you wanna teach? Where do you wanna teach? I know a lot of teachers in our audience look into moving or teaching abroad. So maybe that's something you want. Really the underlying theme is like helping you figure that out. Who are you? What do you want? And then going from there, how do you want to earn more? How do you want to travel better? What does that look like to you? And traveling together, does that mean traveling with other teachers on a group trip or retreat? Does that mean traveling together with your family? Does that mean organizing your own group trip? There are a million and one possibilities and I hope you know that you are a person with limitless potential and that you have so many choices in front of you. But I know it's not enough to say that, right? It's like, okay, great, that sounds awesome, but like how can I actually believe in that and how do I actually pursue that. Over the next few episodes, I'm going to dive deeply into a topic of everything that comes around teacher travel. So we're going to have an episode all about grants. We're going to have an episode all about fellowships. We're going to have an episode all about scholarships. And so if you haven't tuned in for a while, or you're just now finding this podcast, hi, welcome, but also follow up because I think even if you know about grants, you never know. If you keep an open mind, you might learn about a new one. You might learn something you don't know. I think that's a good philosophy to have in life in general. But also if you hear a podcast episode and you're like, you know what, I actually already know a bit about grants or I already know a bit about ways to make money online with travel, but you know what, my coworker may not. You can actually forward this episode over to them and share that with them so they can learn. And that's really cool because, you know, we're all busy teachers. You might not personally have the time to sit down with somebody for an hour and show them where to find grants, how to apply for grants, what are they looking for, look over the application. Even though you might love to or want to, you might just legitimately not have time for it. So I want to bring y'all resources that you can send to your friends, that you can enjoy for yourselves so that everything is easier to access and quicker so that you're not spending hours scouring spreadsheets and looking through the internet and spending all these hours searching because your time is precious. Your time is money, right? I want to save you guys time and money. That's kind of my goal. And so, yeah, that is honestly why I started. And that's why we restarted the podcast. Excuse me. Okay. So let's talk about what is a traveling teacher? What is the origin story of that? I'm going to give a very quick version. For the past five years, I was living and teaching on a reservation. And I've blogged about this before. I've shared about this in the past. My first couple of years there were so hard. They were so hard. I mean, being a first year teacher is hard anywhere, but if you go and immerse yourself in a completely new culture, especially if you don't have a lot of friends or family there, or if your family is just not present. My husband was working a trail crew job full time, so he was hardly ever home. And my family lived about an hour north away, which doesn't sound like a long ways, but I mean, going an hour each way every day is really taxing. So it's not like I could just go there every single day. Although I did get to a point in my career where I was driving there every day and that was a lot. At first I just couldn't. I still had to stay after school. I had tutoring I had to do in the mornings, tutoring I had to do in the evenings. Honestly, I was just burning the candle at both ends. I was exhausted, beyond exhausted. And I was burned out my first year of teaching, like before the five month mark. It was honestly really bad. One, I didn't know what I was doing, right? Like many of us when we're first starting out. But two, I didn't have that support or that network. And because if you look at the history of European descendants going into native and indigenous lands over time, especially under the guise of education, you can understand why it would be so hard for an outsider to break into that culture. And I completely understand and respect that. However, it doesn't diminish the fact that it was just hard for me personally. What got me through that year, and honestly, every year thereafter as a teacher, was looking forward to my next trip. 
as cliche as it sounds, I would be grading papers, I would be lesson planning, I would be thinking what I was gonna do about this one student who was having behavioral problems, and all I could think about was, I can't wait until winter break, 15 more days, or you know, I'd have like two months until fall break, whatever it was, that is what got me through because the weekends were honestly still work, right? I was still planning for stuff over the week, at least until I got to a point where I was better with my time management and I got things under control. But I did travel a lot. I traveled every single break. I also traveled on long weekends and that got me through. It was a motivator for me. The only thing I found though, is that when I came back after that first year teaching and I took this amazing trip through Europe, I had, I think I went through like 11 countries in seven or eight weeks. It was a whirlwind. I mean, you know, if you traveled, your eyebrows probably went up because that's a lot. We did a lot that summer. It was really a backpacking through Europe trip. It was so much fun. And I was so excited to tell everybody about it when I got back. And as you can imagine, Imagine. It can come off incredibly tone deaf if you love travel and if you work in a community that's impoverished or if you're just working with people who have families and they don't have a lot of time to go travel or if they choose not to make that a priority, which is what I personally feel. If they choose not to make it a priority, it can come off as like you're just bragging and it's not like you're trying to share an experience with them. It's that you're saying, wow, look at a great life I have, right? Even though they've made different choices and they have built wealth differently from me. I learned very quickly to not talk about my trips at school, which was fine. I learned that and I said, that's okay. I'm probably not gonna have many close friends here and that's all right, I'll make friends in other ways. And so partially the reason that I created the Traveling Teachers community was because of a personal need that I had But I figured if I'm feeling this way, there are probably other teachers out there too. And maybe you can relate to this where people make you feel bad for how much you travel. They think that you should just settle down and buy a house and get married and have kids. And like, why are you wasting your time with this? Or they think, you know what? Well, while you're young, it's okay. While you're in your 20s or your 30s or whatever, it's okay. But once you're in your mid 30s, once you're in your 40s, once you're in your 50s or whatever, put any number in there, you need to be focusing on XYZ. And that just never really resonated with me. I don't see myself as a person who will ever stop traveling. Yes, I might have kids in the future, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna stop traveling. It just means that traveling will look different for me because travel is not just something that we do for fun. Travel is a tool for transformation. It's how we learn about ourselves and the world and about other people. It's how we learn how to relate to people. I would say if I had not lived and taught on the reservation, I wouldn't have learned some important lessons, right? That's part of traveling. It's immersing yourself in a completely different culture, not because it's the most fun thing to do, because sometimes it's not fun. It's because it is something that grows you and challenges you and it helps you develop as a person. It's not just about going on vacation. And I knew that, and I knew that there were other people out there like yourselves who knew that, but I had to find them. As someone does, I was Googling, I was looking for clubs, I was looking for groups, I was looking for blogs about teachers and travel, I was looking for YouTube channels and podcasts, and there weren't really any at the time. I do know a few other people who have started doing this kind of work since then, since 2018, and I think I know of a couple people who have maybe started before. I think I know at least one other person who had a blog before. Really, it wasn't a big thing. It didn't seem like they were all super active, which is fine. They all had their own lives and it's hard to teach full-time just by itself. But then if you're teaching full-time and you also have a blog and you're also doing these other things, it's busy. And so I understood why they weren't really focused on community. But I knew that I wanted a community. I knew I needed that. I was craving that. And so I said, okay, well, I guess we'll just build it. And so I started looking. I just kind of asked around on Facebook. I asked around in person. I said, who do you know that loves to travel? And even though I didn't get many teachers from my school at the time, I started finding you guys. It's so cool how we all kind of came out of the woodwork. Like we were all looking for the same thing. We were all craving that. And so it started with a blog. And on the blog, I started sharing about all the seasonal jobs I did in my 20s. By the way, I haven't shared all those in the podcast, but I've worked at a flower farm in Virginia. I worked at a 
summer camp in Hawaii. I worked in an outdoor school near San Francisco in the beautiful Redwoods. I've had some really cool experiences and I thought, you know what? I want to share those in case maybe there's someone who's in their 20s. I'm not in my 20s anymore, but someone in their 20s who wants to go experience those things before they do decide to go work full time or maybe for someone who's not in their 20s who wants to go experience those things. There's not really an upper age limit on a lot of these opportunities, even though we often think there are. And I also talked about working holidays and uh, visas and all that stuff and teaching abroad. And there were some things I didn't have personal experience with like teaching abroad. I was like, okay, we have this community, this Facebook group starting to grow. I have this blog. It's starting to get seen. We started this podcast. It's getting some listeners, but I wanted to help teachers more. And there were things they were asking about like teaching abroad that I personally didn't have experience in. And so I started bringing in other people to share. And we're starting to do that again, which is super exciting. It started growing and I started realizing that it wasn't just about the travel. It wasn't just helping teachers earn more, travel better, and travel together. Even though I do say those taglines a lot, it's about helping teachers figure out who they are what they want, and how to get it. And I know that sounds so cheesy and a little bit woo, but it's so true. If you know who you are, you'll know what's for you. You'll know whether or not you want to teach full-time and just travel on breaks. You'll know if you want to travel full-time as a quote-unquote digital nomad. I don't like using that term, but that's the easiest way to explain it. You'll know if you'd rather be a remote worker with a full-time corporate job who just takes longer trips and does slow travel. You won't know those things though until you really know yourself and what your preferences are, what your goals are, what your desires and dreams are. And then once you know that, once you have a firm foundation and who you are and what you want, then you can start looking at the how. But how often do we go and Google when we're having a really bad day, how to teach abroad? The thing is though, when we teach abroad or teaching on a reservation or whatever we do, wherever we go, we're taking ourselves with us, that won't solve our core problem, whatever that problem is. But those problems are usually stemming from us not really knowing who we are and what we want because we chase after what society tells us we want and then we feel completely just disillusioned with what we end up getting as a result. Anyway, I did not mean for that to come off as preachy, but I hope that you can hear my heart here. That's like, wow, travel is just a vehicle. It's a tool for transformation. It's helping teachers see the kind of lives that they really want to live and then be able to go after that. I can't tell you how many Facebook groups I'm in where teachers are saying, I want to quit my job or want to have something different, but they just don't do it. And I get it. Maybe that's even you listening because you're, you need the money, right? So you keep working and you think, well, this is the most reliable thing. But I think we've also seen during COVID that it's actually not the most reliable thing. There is no real reliable job anything we have can be lost in an instant. I think even traveling has taught me that is that I've lost a suitcase before. Nothing is certain. And so I've learned all these amazing lessons from travel. And I knew that there were other teachers out there who believed in the same things, who wanted more for their lives, who wanted to live life to the fullest and to experience it richly. And so I made this community and I kept making materials. And then eventually we started going on our own trips together. You guys said you wanted to travel together. We arranged some trips to Croatia. I was with you guys for two weeks last summer. It was amazing. And so I said, you know what? Let's do this full time. And so I actually quit teaching. I'm doing this stuff full time now. And after a little bit of a break to reflect and recalibrate, I'm like, okay, we're back at it. So just to kind of cover, because I went off on a little bit of a tangent, what is a traveling teacher? Someone who loves to travel. It's someone who sees travel as not just a vacation, but a tool for transformation and personal growth and personal development. It's someone who loves that they're always learning and they know they'll never be done developing. It's someone who's humble, who's always willing to learn and open and willing to try new things and new places and talking to new people. It's someone who's adventurous, someone who's willing to take risks, to put themselves in uncomfortable situations, whether that's like physically cold, like going to Antarctica or traveling with complete strangers and then having them become friends or maybe even trying sailing. It's someone who is also maybe cost conscious. You're probably on a budget. But you also know deep down in your heart that 
no matter what income you have, that you can still find opportunities. You're also a very resourceful person. Of course, you're a teacher or you've been a teacher. And so you know how to find things and how to find things for a lower price. And I've got you covered. We're going to talk about grants, scholarships, fellowships, and teacher discounts pretty soon in upcoming episodes. You're going to love that. So be sure to stick around for that. And you're not just cost conscious, you're conscientious. You care about people and places and the planet. You want to travel in a way that's respectful to the local cultures and destinations and also considering the environment. You also want to put people first. You don't just want to have an experience as a consumer. You want to also be put first. I mean, like, let's be real. We all want to have good service if we go to a restaurant, right? We all want that, of course. But you don't want to have a good time or to have an experience at the expense of someone else. And I know that. I know that because I feel that way too. I listen to you guys. If that all resonates with you, then you're probably in the right place. You're probably in the right community. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your time, for listening, for your attention. If this all sounds good to you, then we're so glad that you're part of our community. If you haven't yet, come join us in our Facebook group and let us know what resonates with you most about this episode. I would love to hear. And also let us know, what do you most want to hear about next? Like, what are you most excited to hear about? So just to kind of give you a plan, uh, we're going to be talking soon about grants, fellowships, scholarships, travel hacking with credit cards. I have on here seasonal jobs, working holiday visas, teaching abroad, moving abroad without teaching abroad, and remote work. I have all those written down. So if there's something specifically that you'd love to hear about, maybe we'll switch up the order and focus on something else first. So if you want to come join the conversation and join our community, you can go to travelingteachers.group and find us. That's the easy way. Or if you're on Facebook, you can search Traveling Teachers Community and you'll find us. We have all the fun emojis in the title. I'd also love to connect with you on Instagram. You can reach me on Instagram over at Brittany Goes Abroad. And then we also have the travelingteachers.co Instagram as well. So you can go there to find out more about our group trips and retreats. Okay, that's it for this episode. I look forward to seeing you next week.